Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, March. No, it's April. <laughs> no, it's April. March. You're oh, right. You know what? Scratch. <laughs> Wednesday, start over. Wednesday, March 9th. <laughs> it is Wednesday, March 9th. And as always, I am Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up? And we're just here to give you the weekly geekly news. I, <laughs> that just all kind of rhymed together. <laughs> it's weird. Th- thanks, Flanders. Right, exactly. Did, that really did sound like Flanders. <laughs> it kind of rolled off the tongue, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, but man, so how's your week been? I uh, it's been nuts. It's been nuts. <laughs> it's been nuts. I saw you got some some movies in. Yeah, yeah, we got some. Well, it's been a while since I've been. To, it's been a while since I've been to the the theater down here. I'm sorry, I had to do it. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I went. We did a triple feature today. Nice. And we're, we're going to talk about that. I saw Zootopia, London Has Fallen, and Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've heard of the first two. I haven't heard of Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. The one with uh, Tina Fey. Oh, okay. Where she plays yeah. a, a war correspondent. Mm, okay, I think I might have seen an image or something from that. But Probably. Not much. Is the Brothers Grimsley, Grimsley out? Or Grimsby? Grimsby? Or I think so. Okay, I want to see that. Okay. I'm curious how it's doing horrible on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Well, you know, I mean, Borat was kind of lightning in a bottle-ish. Yeah. And it was the problem with everything he made after that was the same thing. No, no, see, I disagree. I think the stuff he's been doing now, I, I like it when he's interacting with people who have no idea that he's not serious. Um, I like that. So when he did Borat and then he did, what was the other one where he was the Bruno. gay guy? Bruno. It was awful. I'm sorry. Bruno. It, but I still like those. Holy crap. How are the, just the reaction, the people's reaction to his character. Nah. But, but then he went into scripted comedy and it, to me, that's when it lost me. Cause that's when it's like, he's just over the top. Now he's just being gross to be gross. I liked that real interaction where, Especially with Borat, just how racist some people are, just how crazy well, and I mean, they that's, are. Like, that's the thing. That works the first time. Yes, it, it, I, that exactly. Yeah. Because now his face is so recognizable. When someone goes and sees, see, sees that, guy, that character coming, he has to really create a completely different character that is – that I don't know. I don't know how you would do that. Or maybe – I don't know. Uh, maybe he produces something like that now, and he has someone else do it, or and he writes it. I, I have no idea, but that I love when like I love all the extra stuff coming out of the movie. Like when he goes to he went to the premiere with like a handgun, <laughs> and, like a Trump hat, and like all this wacky, crazy stuff. I like that. Like I like what he did at the uh, uh, the Academy Awards. Like I like when he gets into that kind of character. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird with him. I like that kind of stuff. Like Diology. It would, I would love a Diology movie where if he interacted with people who don't know who he is. Yeah. But I mean, with something like that though, I don't know if you can do, cause like if you see Diology coming, it's like, Oh, I, even people who have no idea who it is will look right. at that and say, wait a minute. Wasn't he a thing? Right. No. Exactly. They're, they're at least, yeah, they're at least aware enough of like, Oh, this is a bit. Right, exactly. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. It is, you know, uh, a n- nail, uh, what did you say, lightning in a bottle? Let's yeah. go see nail. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sober too. <laughs> but Yeah, I'm but the yeah. one drinking tonight. How about that? Exactly, not drinking tonight. But, but yeah, so I want to see that, and I want to see Zootopia. We'll talk about it in a little bit. I, I've heard it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Um, but yeah, man, no, I've been myself, uh, same old, same old working, um, still in the market looking for a new car that had, man, Saturday was a mess doing that, but, um, I was able, you know, um, actually I've been sharing a lot of friends and family members. I've been showing them this TV show called, uh, 11, 22, 63. Oh, the, uh, the Hulu thing. James Franco, yeah, it's um, it is uh, Stephen King. Um, well, obviously, he was the one who created the story and whatnot. Uh, it's like it's produced by J.J. Abrams. I don't, know, I don't know how much he had to do with it, but you could tell there's a lot of J.J. Uh, Abrams type stuff in it, and him and Stephen King kind of go hand in hand really well. Um, and it's a really good, it's really good. It's a miniseries. It's nine episodes. There's four out. Um, I'll talk about it in a little bit. I don't think you've, you've not seen any, right? Not yet, no. Right, so I'll talk a little bit at the end of the show. No spoilers, of course, just kind of a general um, idea of what it is. Um, uh, listen to the Hamilton uh, musical, which was great. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And yeah, just been kind of playing The Division and um, a game called Stardew Valley on the PC, which I'm kind of excited to talk about. That okay. uh, I hear no one else talking about unless you play PC. If you play PC... That's what everyone's talking about. <laughs> but um but yeah, so we'll get into all of that. Uh oh, and The Walking Dead. Oh my god. We'll talk about that <laughs> a little bit. Um that show just it doesn't stop. <laughs> I think I saw a poll on one of these groups I'm in, uh, probably the kind of funny one, where it was like what's your favorite season? And I thought maybe one would be completely lopsided. I don't mean like season 1, I mean like one over all the others. Like I don't know, maybe this season or last season or whatever. There was at least 50 or 40 to 50 votes in each season, except for two, of course. Right. Right. So it was like, oh, crap. Like, that's right. There are so many good seasons for so many different reasons that it's kind of hard to nail them down. Even I, thinking back, I can't even really distinguish between the seasons because they've all kind of hit on all cylinders. True. At least to me. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can pick it apart uh, a lot more better, <laughs> but it, it's. I think it's rare to get a show – that is so well done like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I digress. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, that's all I've been doing. Kind of just been nerding out, doing my thing. Um, and let's get into it, man. We got a lot of news. Um, you can, you take the first one. Yeah, I just, I wanted to put this up top because this is, this, this is news that I find interesting. I don't know. I got to be honest with you. I'm not a business person. I couldn't tell you exactly what all this means. But I, I always, especially when it comes to mergers on this scale, um, AMC Theaters has bought Carmike for a little over a billion dollars. Now, this makes AMC the largest theater chain in the world. Mm -hmm. and, and not by an insubstantial amount either. Um, I mean, you know, you have AMC, you have Regal. Those are kind of your two big... Right. Uh, but then, you know, like here we have Marquee. Um, which is, which is, uh, really only has a handful of theaters, but you know, you have, you know, you have your little regional ones, that's fine. But, uh, those are, those were, those are the big two, you know, you have, right. you've had, well, big, what used to be the big three. Um, and then AMC says, we want that one. And, and I don't know, you know, it's easier with, with something like a telecom company, where it's like, oh, you know, AT&T bought DirecTV or, you know, Sprint mm -hmm. bought, you know, Nextel and all this stuff. Like, you can see the impact that these things have. Right. It's 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 easy to point at and say, oh, that means this is going to go to this and this will become that. Mm -hmm. Aside from 
you know, okay, so Carmike Cinemas are now going to be AMC and, you know, maybe they get updated seats and sound systems. You know, you can see those kind of improvements maybe. But right. I, I don't know what this means in a broader sense. And I know there's there's a couple of people uh, who are, are producers who listen to this show or, or, or getting into that field. Maybe they could, could explain this a little bit more. And I look forward to your feedback. I will be sending you messages. But I, I, just because I don't know exactly what this means. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm totally ignorant to that. I mean, I, I as a fan level going into – uh, going into a theater, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I usually always pick AMC around this area just because it does have the bigger screen. It has uh, the better sound, at least in my opinion. I don't I'm not, I don't know anything else beyond that. It does. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, better seats and whatnot. But of course, that comes along with the bigger crowds. Um, there's a theater here in Orlando called the Inzion. In, 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 I'm mispronouncing. In, Inzion, you're right. I love that place. Right, yeah, and it's cool because they do they do different things, and I think it's important to um, support those kind of local grown theaters. Absolutely, uh, yeah, and and they they do different things. They'll pull old movies. They'll do you know, and they'll have people show up and do uh, Q and A's, and and they'll, they'll just have fun stuff to do. So I, there are the times I go and do that, but when the big blockbusters come out, which is really why most people go to the theaters these days, there's kind of there's not really a middle ground anymore. Like you're either going to the theater because it's a huge big movie or you're going to the theater because you, you heard how great it was because of the Academy Awards or like you hear that it's that one, you know, that low key movie. Like, for example, Spotlight, hardly anyone saw Spotlight and it won the Academy Awards. But that's the kind of film where while it's out and it's getting the buzz, you might go, oh, I'll go to the theater to check it out. Does that make sense? Right. Well, and that started, you know, that that sort of like art house indie film revival started mm -hmm. what's it been 15, 14 14 15 years ago at the academy awards was the first time we had you know it was it was an, it was one of the ones that billy crystal hosted and he made the joke he said and a lot of newcomers here really knew like who are you people right. because that was when we got away from you know the godfather and jaws and and schindler's list and so on right. things that like oh yeah i've seen this movie that was the year we started to get this trend that would lead to to the artist and Birdman and and now Spotlight, mm -hmm. and you know and and you know various other. These are just the ones I remember off the top of my head. But right. the you know now you have you know I and and I agree. Like there's when when you go for the big movies, you go to the big theaters, right. and I think that's that's the thing. The the smaller movies, not only do they do they usually only play in smaller theaters? I know in some markets, some of the bigger theaters will do specials where it's like, hey, you know, and this weekend we're having this or that. I know AMC in particular will do a, will do like an Academy Award marathon right? Of, for Best Picture. I think they did that for that this year. But yeah. it's, it's very much, you do have a split crowd mm -hmm. in that respect. And, and something else that I think, like I... Where I live, I, like I said, I've got Marquee down the road. If I want to go, like when I want to go to Star Wars or Batman vs. Superman or something big, something IMAX, mm -hmm. I've got to go, you know, the closest thing to me is is the AMC down in Charlotte. I mean, that's that's almost an hour drive. So right. it's, I, I, would, I would go to AMC more often. I've always had better experiences with, mm -hmm. with AMC for the most part, but I, I kind of like that there isn't one close by. Because I've had to keep going 
to the one locally. And they, right. you know, it's great because like they recognize me there now and everything. Oh, so that's, that's cool. That's always a plus. But well, it's I, I, it just well, maybe maybe this means that and hopefully um, Trish not trying to take a cynical route with it. But maybe hopefully this means that the AMC experience that we, that me and you have had, like just maybe smaller towns that might have a car mic that where there's not an AMC there and there's a car mic theater, maybe they'll get that. Maybe they'll they'll be like, oh, okay, wow, this has changed. Like, you know, it's updated theater, updated sound system, updated uh, seats. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. I, I hope that's what comes out of it. You know, I hope a lot of people don't lose their job and everything else. Of course. Um, right. I I hope this is not. This doesn't include a a trimming, but that it's just all enough. It's like, hey, look, there's a theater here. Let's make it better instead of, hey, look, there's a theater here. Let's maybe get rid of it. Right. The the marquee down the road from my house. I was talking. To, I was talking to my mom about this earlier. You know, I was there all day, and I saw I lit, almost literally all day because of the. I did a triple feature. In each of those movies, I don't. I, there were never more than four people. Oh wow! Myself included. And I'm thinking, okay, I understand. You know, on the weekend, it's gonna go big. I get it. But what about the weekday crowd? Right. Because I, I. And I mean, even for new stuff. I mean, these movie these are movies that have only been out a week, maybe two. London Has Fallen came out this past Friday, right? Right. And I know it was a Tuesday. It was, it was early, but this wasn't crack of dawn early. This was middle of the day early. And and I would think there's, you know, e- even when I lived in Sarasota or or when I was in Orlando, I would go to to whichever theater had what I was looking for at that time, and you would still see like it could be, you know, noon on a Monday. And there's still 20 people in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's the people. There's the crowd who just off work that day, the the elderly crowd or like the families. Those those are the best days to go for that. You yeah. know, um, of course, the weekends you can't go to an AMC theater showing if it's relatively new here without expecting a crowd full of people. And sometimes that's OK. I like some, you know, movies in a crowd, in oh, the yeah. right crowd. Sure. Um, some movies, I'm just like, oh god, like I'm with a whole crowd of people, I just can't deal with. Um, yeah. But it all depends. It's, the trick is, don't go see a popular movie three or four weeks later when it's it's you know it's still going to be full. Seeing Star Wars three or four five weeks later, it's great because we've already seen it. But that's the crowd that doesn't really care yeah they got dragged there and you know they're just they, they oh i heard about this on twitter you know i heard that you know some great stuff's gonna go down and i'm just gonna talk throughout it because i'm a funny guy like that's the crowd you're gonna get yeah uh yeah uh, i mean I just, i'll be honest i've never even heard of carmike theaters until now yeah there uh there's one that uh what i've been spoiled i guess yeah well there yeah. was one that uh oh shoot what's the the mall where gods and monsters is it has a carmike Oh, it does. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just looked up areas around here and I didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's got a car, Mike. It's in uh, Arlington, or no? Um, yeah, that mall. Yeah, it's, it's I can't remember. From me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Arlington or the yeah the that that mall down there is huge. Yeah, God, that place is massive. Jesus. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It has a it has a it has a car, Mike. Oh okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we got we got some other news. Um, did you see the trailer for Ghostbusters? I yeah, unfortunately. Oh, you didn't like it. I my problem was with this was with the effects. The ghosts looked awful. Yeah, 
that I was mean, that was my biggest thing. I didn't care about it. I was like, oh, hey, Ghostbusters. But when they showed the ghost, I was like, my God, these look terrible. See, I mean, yeah, you're, it looked like a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. Um, it, I, the comedy just didn't hit for me in the trailer. It was just kind of what I was afraid of. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll be again. We're just be. I'm not that big of a Ghostbusters fan. I get why people love it. Bill Murray was great in it. It, but it wasn't. Ghostbusters wasn't my thing growing up. I thought it was okay. Um, I, I, but I hear the fans too. Like they're just not happy with the way the trailer was. It just, it just didn't come off good if that makes sense to a lot of them um it didn't make i'm still gonna go see it we're still gonna go see it oh yeah yeah there's no doubt about that um but <laughs> it just didn't didn't do much for me <laughs> um let's see here what else we got uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about it no i think it pretty well covers it right uh did you see the suicide squad uh to uh will smith and director david Ayer uh to return in the sequel yeah, a sequel that I didn't even know we were gonna have. Right, I guess they kind of spoiled Will Ferrell's gonna or Will Smith's gonna live. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, flashbacks, videos, like it's not a guarantee anymore. But yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, for I mean, come on, it's Will Smith. Yeah, they're banking on it. I'll be I'll be honest, man. Like I've, I've been said, I'm I'm getting more excited for Batman vs Superman the closer we get. So I'm getting really excited. But for the longest time, I've been more excited about Suicide Squad than I oh, have yeah. Batman or Superman. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm glad to see that they're doing a you know a sequel. And if it's any you know if it's anything like because I in my mind when I'm re- seeing the trailers I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy. If it's anything like that, I'm on board. Yeah, even um, in the slightest. And I and I have to think that was part of the decision in the creative process. They saw how well. Mm-hmm. Guardi- they first of all they saw marvel was doing a guardians film it, it mirrors it in almost every way yeah and I, I look i'm okay with that if that I'm makes it a better film go for it oh yeah absolutely you know uh what is it flattery is what's the what's the phrase uh flattery is the is the greatest no uh uh imitationism is the sincerest form of flattery bingo yes and you know i think dc said hey we have that we have the suicide squad it's almost built in you know we could totally do this so it's like they're doing their own thing yeah. that's cool and uh, I, if it's anything like that i'm gonna have fun i mean they like the trailer everything was just kind of beat for beat the same marketing and whatnot so i'm i'm all on board i'm, I'm right, all, right I'm down on... to the 80s music yeah yeah <laughs> exactly throw in a great uh 80s uh rock song and we're, we're in so uh yeah no i'm, t- I'm totally on board um <laughs> It's like Baywatch news. Uh, David Hasselhoff officially announced uh, to appear in the film for the reboot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some uh, some Twitter – or no, it was on Instagram with The Rock. Yeah, uh, where it's like, hey, I'm dressed like a lifeguard. I'm like, okay, Rock. Right, exactly. <laughs> sure. It's him and Zac Efron, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I saw <laughs> – that That was the, the, the Grimsy thing or whatever, the, the, the Sasha Bear Cohen, where it, like The Rock posted on Instagram him watching a clip of that. And like he's laughing, and Zac Efron's like, "Oh my god, I can't!" Like that's what I've been seeing a lot from that movie is like nice. him showing it to people and them reacting. Nice. Uh, right. Have you seen um, Have you seen trailers for uh, Central Intelligence? No. With The Rock and Kevin Hart. No, I have not. Oh, uh, when we go on break, you got to go look it up because it looks hysterical. Okay, we'll it, do. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, wait, it was last year, I think, when we. Saw, I'll, I'll look for. I'll. I think I saw the teaser for that. Well, I'll go see it um, when we uh, when we go on break. But yeah. 
because I saw that like three times today. Oh, really? <laughs> and and it was funny every time. That's the thing. Like, I'll go every time I go to the movies and do like two or three a day. I always see a bunch of the same trailers naturally. Right. But one like that, like Central Intelligence stuck with me, it kept being funny. <laughs> and I was like, OK, that means I have to go sit. Like if I've seen this trailer like six times now mm-hmm. in the past month and it's still funny, I'm going to go see the movie. Did you see the um, Jay? Is it Pharaoh? Pharaoh? Mm, Jay yeah. Pharaoh on um, Saturday Night Live? No. OK, you're going to watch that on our break. OK, um, he does. Uh, uh, OK, quick story. Cat Williams and Kevin Hart are beefing right now on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Really? Uh, I, I don't think Kevin Hart is taking any of it serious, but you can tell Cat Williams is just batshit crazy. So, <laughs> you know, he's he calls he's calling him Tigger, like the cat and stuff and like all of this other stuff. And he's going just crazy like he you can tell he's a little serious because i think he's a little salty at kevin hart's um fame and i i I mean i can't tell if it's like like what do you call it like wwe like kfit or like i can't tell if they're being serious or doing it just for promotion for both of them right But, but um so anyway that's been the joke for the last few weeks and so uh, this this guy Jay Farrow, I don't know if he's on SNL or not because I don't watch the show. Um, but he it, he does the perfect impersonation of not only Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, but pretty much most of black comedians for like the last twenty years. Okay. <laughs> he's got Eddie Murphy. He's got Chris Rock. He's got Bernie. Uh, he's got all of them in there. <laughs> it's it's fantastic and it's dead on. Nice. You know, because he's like, and then this guy showed up, and then this guy showed up, and then Tracy Morgan came in, and he does the perfect impressions for all of them. You got to see it; it's it's dead on. Nice. Yeah. Um, didn't didn't so, Cat, right, Yeah. Didn't Cat Williams get arrested for something this week? Yeah, he um he he got in a fight with somebody. Uh, someone, I guess he was shopping, and I think somebody was working. He said someone was working there for like one week. Saw it was Cat Williams said something extremely racist to his face and was like, I bet you won't hit me. And I guess Cat Williams did. Yeah. And got arrested. (laughs) (laughs) So he's ever since he started hanging out with Suge Knight, he really went off the deep end. Uh, Like no one wants to work with him now, apparently, because he's, you know, because he keeps it real. And so like, that's cool and all. But when you're you're trying to do more movies and whatnot, that's why Kevin, I guess he calls Kevin Hart out because you know, he feels like Kevin Hart's a puppet for the man and all this other stuff. And it's like, hey, he's just doing his thing. He's just making movies and he's making people laugh. Like, And he's relax. making money. Right, exactly. Anyone who works for a company or works for, you know, he called, they called him handlers and stuff like that. I just think it's so disrespectful. It's like, look, of co- he, you know, he he's himself, but he's just because he doesn't act the way you want him to act real or whatever come on get out of here well, he's sm- he's a smart man yeah and you know it's like when people would yell at a band or something like you sold out like yeah right you throw you, get- you throw a decent sum of money at me i'm t- like that are you kidding right. exactly because having money and i sorry to most people having money is better than not like and that's i don't understand why no one gets that concept if yeah. i if i made more money doing what i loved and these people did what is wrong with that a musician make suddenly is gone from making a certain amount of money to a lot or you know kevin hart he busts his ass to make that much money yeah you know i i it's it comes off salty it, it really does cat williams hilarious i love cat williams but it just it comes off a little salty it's like okay because you don't see him in the movies you know any maybe he felt like 
there can't there's not enough room for a short black guy like that and that's what he goes after in the videos like he says things like that and you know it's like come on man like you guys can be in the same like world together and not not have to be so mad and that's why i couldn't tell if they were like serious or not cat williams sounds serious but kevin hart's like jokes about it yeah <laughs> you, know? you know um yeah. So anyway, don't know. <laughs> I forgot how I got. Oh yeah, Jay Farrow. I'll show you the video. Let's see here. We got Star Wars. Um, did you see they? Uh, yeah. It's, so it's going to be released digitally. Um, on April first on Blu-ray. April fifth. Already pre-ordered. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I think that's smart. Um, man, digital. I, I man, I wish PlayStation Four gave us digital games earlier. Twenty bucks cheaper. I know that would. I guess that would lose a lot of people's jobs and whatnot. But man, I, I wish I wish they went the same route. You can see films doing it. Film, you're going to be out first uh, digitally, and then you can buy it later. Right. But here's the thing: the uh, I huh, there. It's it's weird to say this because it's not technically true. But I, you know, look at the. Di- Let me put it this way: look at the difference in used markets. I know, okay. like, I don't want to say there's no used film market because there there is, but but look at, like, you don't see that as much. Most people just wait until it gets cheaper mm-hmm. because they're not terribly expensive to begin with. Right. With with getting, I know as people say, $30 for a Blu-ray. Well, wait six months and it'll be 20 Get over it. And that's kind of the, the point. Well, with, see, the weird thing is, is usually movies are the cheapest when they first come out. That's I kind of, yeah. They, they do love to run specials like that. But but here's the thing. Games take a lot longer to do that. And there's 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 trade in value. You know, so we you know, we may joke there's not much, but but it's some and there's a more, you know, used games is what's keeping physical games going. That's the that's the only reason that there are still a physical game market is because of of the used game market. And and we're gonna keep seeing it for a while because I mean look at the the backlash from from Microsoft from that see, E3. I mean it, the way I think about it is we've already run Blockbuster out of business. We've already run most mom and pop DVD stores completely out of business. I don't think I'm gonna not sleep at night if Walmart or Kmart lose their section of Blu-rays or DVDs. I, I don't think I really don't think. That they uh, they might take a hit, but I'm sorry. I would rather pay twenty dollars cheaper to go onto my PlayStation, like I did with the Division, and get it for forty dollars instead of sixty, because I don't have to pay for the actual physical thing. And I get it. This, I just to me, I wish they did that because it looks like films going that way, where you can go and get a movie even early. Like for example, the whole debacle with not debacle, but the whole thing with with Uncharted. They they realize we need to make more discs. We're going to delay the game two weeks. And it's like, it's already done. Put it live for everyone that wants it on, you know, digital the week it was supposed to come out. There's no reason you couldn't do that. But they want it all to come out at the same time. Well, so and I, 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 to, the, to, to all of that, I say one thing. GameStop. GameStop is huge. And that's why, like, if they lose GameStop... That's that's gonna have a much bigger impact than I think people think. Eh, I, I, really though? Yeah. You yeah. don't think people would just go? You know what? Instead of driving to the store, I'll download it like I did. I I I there's I got there's just something about it, man. I I agree on the department store front. If 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 that that chunk of Walmart disappears, nobody's gonna care. 
because we're not going to Walmart for video games that much more anyway. I think I think GameStop sees on the horizon what's happening. That's why if you ever walked in, I walked into GameStop the other day. Oh, it's all toys. I couldn't walk around. It's filled with toys and Deadpool action figures and all. They, I, I think they see it coming. Well, they that absolutely was, see it coming. And that was why they bought ThinkGeek. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. It's you. You can tell. You can tell. It's you know. And I, I, I felt awkward when the guy was <laughs> trying to do pre, trying to give me whatever, and I was like, No, nah, man, I buy everything digitally. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when I got whatever, and he was like, You sure you don't want you like Pokemon's coming? I was like, no, no. I buy everything digitally, and he's like. And I realized, oh, shit, like th- that's bad. So anyway, we'll be right back. We got a lot more to talk about. You're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you on in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We got a lot more movie news to talk about. We talked about video games there for a second and just how bad I felt for that GameStop guy because I-, I realized what I was saying right after it came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, well. Um, but it's, yeah, no. So anyway, we'll get yeah. into video games in a little bit. We still got movie news to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, and I think this, you know, might be a reaction of Deadpool, but Venom is back on the table. Uh, Sony reportedly reviving the symbiote-centered spinoff. So it's kind of it's official now, right? Yeah, but let's see how it plays. Like Venom, the whole idea is Venom has to come from Spider-Man. You can't right. just. You can't just say, oh, people know Venom. No, 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 no. Right. You have to you have to assume the audience doesn't know. You always have to do that. That's why you have to build. You can't just jump into the middle of something and it works. That's why every Batman movie has been an origin film of some point. Right. You don't just jump right into the middle of, and here's Two-Face, and there's Mr. Freeze, and here's Hugo Strange. And people are going, who in the hell is Hugo Strange? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just do that. So we'll if if we have to see how he comes from from the the from Sony's Spider-Man film, whether it's a mention or a nod in the first one or if they wait. But you have to come at it f- through the films. You can't do it through the comics. Right. Well, so. what I'm thinking is that and this is just me brainstorming uh, is that. What I think is going to happen is that he – it will be sort of mentioned probably in the first Spider-Man film, maybe as an Easter egg or whatever. But I think when the Venom film comes out, it's going to be all about you know Eddie Brock or whoever. Um, who's – wait, who uh, – uh, oh, um, what's his name? Flash. Not Flash. Uh, Flash Yeah, Thompson. Flash. So I think it will be – that will be their film, the Venom Ooh, film. Ooh, I already hate it. Why, I don't, why I don't want Flash. I want, I want Eddie Brock. If it's going to be Venom, I want okay. Venom. No, okay. So, well, I think I think Eddie Brock's a really dumb character, but but um, I loved the, uh, Flash Gordon or not Flash Gordon. What's his name? Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. Jesus, get it together, Adam. <laughs> All right. So, um, I liked him way better as Venom, but but that's that's here that's here nor there. I'm just saying I think the Venom film will be about either one of those characters. I think Spider Man will will absolutely be in it, but he will be more of probably. The what they he will be maybe not the villain but he will be the guy going against him right? They, you, I, I mean yeah I mean that was yeah. that's that's what Venom is when and Venom I, when Venom slides off of of when when Venom stop when that symbiote gets removed from Peter Parker, mm-hmm. uh you know spoiler alert for like forty year old comics, like and it finds Eddie Brock, it's Eddie's hatred of Peter. And the symbiote's hatred of Spider-Man that right. binds him—that's what creates Venom. 
and I think that will be cool. I think it would be it would be a nice twist. It would be a completely new Spider-Man movie if Spider-Man is the antagonist, just from from Eddie Brock's point of view. And I would, we would love see that. it from Eddie Brock's point of view. So we might not see the whole story play out. We just see it from Eddie Brock's point of view, and we're like, "Holy crap! Spider-Man did him wrong." And then, of course, towards the end, you kind of see. Oh wow! Okay, so we just really screwed up, and like, oh, yeah. okay, we, we we see, you know, they'll have that moment. But I think that would be a cool twist if that if that we see it from Eddie Brock's point of view. They can change the story up a little bit. It can get onto Spider-Man, and suddenly all all we have to see is him throw it off of him and him acting funny, and bam, we we're into the story. It doesn't mean need to be this huge setup, and then we go there from Eddie Brock or whoever. And and I would like that if that the movie is from. Uh, like Eddie Brock's point of view and that Spider-Man is the antagonist. Absolutely. And, I I agree. That would, yeah. that would make a Venom movie worth watching. Right, right. Exactly. And I, I'm curious if so, if Sony is even thinking about making it a rated R because the Venom is kind of, he's violent. Not, um, you could do a PG 13 Venom easy. That's no problem. Carnage. Carnage. You do rated R. Right. But doesn't Venom eat people? Well, that doesn't have to be bloody. And you can tweak that. That could be something you could change because that has that has kind of evolved too. It went from eating to like absorbing slash consuming kind of That's thing. True. You can you can get around that. Like it I can guess be... just in my head, I thought if they made a rated R movie, that part of the universe would be the rated R stuff, <laughs> like Venom and Carnage and whatnot. I yeah, I mean yeah, but like you don't. Like, because Venom also has... Venom plays big in continuity. Venom is a big Spider-Man villain. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't think... I don't think you can have him in a standalone R-rated film and then try to reincorporate him in a PG-13 way. Right. I don't right. I don't think that works. Mm-hmm. No, but, no, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It doesn't... It doesn't have to go there. It, it, um, I, I just want him to be a solid character. Because I, I, I... Like, if you look at the, the Fox Saturday morning cartoon... Eddie Brock is such a terrible character. He is. He's awful. But if you if you if you flesh that out, if you if you expand everything that Eddie went through, comic wise, uh, you can see. you can really do something with that. Or you know, trash that entirely and and make him you know make him an amalgam of of a couple different characters. I'm okay with that. Just but see, that, that's why I liked Flash so much. It was a man who went. You know, he of course he picked on Peter Parker, but then he turned that around. He went to war. He lost his legs. And and then when he gets this suit, he gets this Venom suit, it makes him whole again to him. And, like, to me, that, to me that's a little bit more interesting than, you know, it seemed like when they made Eddie Brock, he was the, the photographer that was just the mirror to Spider-Man and that the Venom was the mirror to Spider-Man. And just, it, to me, it didn't. It didn't play well. But again, if they make his character interesting and they make it good, of course I'd be on board. That's the only reason why I was saying Flash would because I just think that's really such a cool dynamic. I, um, I, 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 I agree I agree that, that Flash's arc is much better because, like right. you said, he has all that history and personal trauma. And there's – I, I agree. He is a better character full stop. Would you get upset if they did Flash's story, the character story – but with the Venom situation happening to yes. him instead of okay, that's what I was wondering if fans would be like yeah, furious you, over that because that's that the symbiote takes on it it enhances some of those characteristics and we saw you know in parts of 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 the the last Venom comic with Flash right. the symbiote is still kind of a wild alien thing 
but it's become more tamed the longer it latches on to Flash. It, it absorbs some of his goodness, for lack of a better term. Right. When it's attached to Eddie, that's what makes it a monster. That's what makes it a, a beast. That's what makes it such a force. Okay. So I can I, see that. Yeah, I you can't you can't say we're gonna have we're gonna have Venom from the Eddie Brock days, but we're gonna use Flash Thompson. No, no, that does okay. not work. Okay, just curious. All right, we got some Bad Boy Three news. Sony announces June second, two thousand seventeen release date for the film. Hooray! <laughs> I'm just we... I'm just not interested. I'm just not. Yeah. Um. Did you see? Let me see if I can pull it up right here. Did you see the twenty two Jump Street Men in Black? Oh yeah, they announced that that's that that's genuinely going to be a thing. Yes, that that is uh, just crazy enough to work. Yeah, but the <laughs> what much. the the uh, the Russos aren't doing it though. Oh, they're not. No, because they're working on uh, Avengers. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They've got to well, get hey, this. It's I am I'm in. I'm absolutely in to see that. If you told me Men in Black Four was coming out, I wouldn't be that excited. No. If you told me Men in Black 22 Jump Street crossovers coming out, I'm in the theater. <laughs> I'll, I'll go see that. That's because it is. It's it is just crazy enough to work. That is that that is just. Yeah, exactly. So that, I, I definitely want to check that out. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, uh, uh, apparently pictures of Sylvester Stallone um, uh, are heading to set and film uh, Sparks casting rumors. So what do you think of that? I. Uh... I don't know, you know. I don't really know if like if rocking in space could work, you know. But but like, I'm trying to do new things with with the characters, so I I don't know. I, I think it could work. <laughs> it's a good impression. I, look, it's I, like they're trying to get all these hard grizzled actors. Hey, you know what? Him and Kurt Russell, sure. Why not? It's like all the actors you'd probably meet at a truck stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Seriously, it really <laughs> is like. James Gunn is like, how do we get all of these grizzled, menly men here, you know, to interact with the raccoon and, <laughs> and uh, Chris Pratt? Like, it's, it's kind of weird. But wait I... a minute, wait a minute. So this one's a raccoon, and right. that's like a talking oak tree. What is? What right. did I sign up for here? What happened? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm curious who he'd play. I yeah, right. Could you imagine if it was him and not Kurt Russell that plays that plays his dad? Jesus. God, that would be crazy. Oh. <laughs> My dad's Rocky? Like it'd be <laughs> funny if they make that reference. And he's like, What are you talking about? You look like Rocky and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He would have to. He would absolutely have to. Oh my Wouldn't god. Wouldn't that be great if he just referenced it that the whole time? He's like, Look, Dad, you look just like this guy Rocky in a movie on Earth that I watched as a kid. He'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. He's I just... love when movies do that, when yeah. they play with stuff like that. And then you have a scene with them and they're talking with some of Yandu and his crew and and, and one that 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 Starlord knows walks by and he's like, yo, Adrian. <laughs> right, exactly. And just yeah. just like a raise of the eyebrow or something like that, you know, and just just kind of go from there. Just goofy stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. I love that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, we got some sad Sandman news today. Uh, Eric Heiser Heiserer. Sure. I, I couldn't figure that one out either. Right. Uh, remake of the thing in Nightmare on Elm Street. Is attached to write the upcoming film. Joseph Gordon-Levitt leaves the project. Yeah, and I mean that was like day one, day two. Right. Like we gotta, we gotta. We're like, hey, we've got a writer, and then it was like, bye. I was like, right. Whoa, what, what happened? What happened here? 
Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and JGL yeah. has been very, you know, as he left, it was very classy. You know, wish all the best, blah, 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 so on and so on. But mm-hmm. I just, man, I don't know if I want to see this now without him attached. Because this was, I mean, he was hardcore on this, man. Right. This was his baby. And now he looks at it and he says, I don't want anything to do with this. Right. That's, I don't, I don't know. Man. I don't know if I want this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's weird. So, um, I wasn't that big of a Sandman thing fan to begin with. Well, of course we'll probably still go see it anyway. Um, but, uh, that's sad news. I know a lot of people are in, really liking him into it, but we got some good news. This week. Yes. This, I love this news. You take it. Yeah. Uh, we got some justice league news. They have cast, uh, they've cast Lieutenant Gordon for, for the, at least for justice league part one, so far as we know. And he's going to be played by J.K. Simmons. Awesome news. I love awesome. that news. That's 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 awesome news. Indeed. And, you know, I read a rumor and this is I guess this can't happen because I from what I from what I it was obviously this is now Nolan Void. But from what I thought that in this Batman vs. Superman universe that James Gordon was possibly dead. Um, and so this means it's, he's not. He's in, you know, uh, Batman vs. Or he's in the Justice League movie. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing. And this was a rumor I read months, year, maybe it was a year or so ago. So it was just what people were, you know, thinking around. I assume. Well, because uh, he's know, not Bat- in the Batman vs. You'd think a Batman film, you've got to have Jim Gordon. Exactly, and that might have been one of the casualties in the war with the Joker and whatnot. So, right. um, this is great news. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally in with that. That's perfect casting. I, I thought Brian Cranston would be pretty good. Jim Gordon too. He he could do that really well. He'd be dead on, man. Yeah. Oh, jeez. But um, but yeah, when this came out, I was like, perfect. He's definitely not gonna be in Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Well, maybe they'll get Ice Cube to do it. <laughs> right? Did you see that? I thought God, that was, I. You uh, know what? I I don't care. Go for it. I think Cube yeah. could do it. I really do. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of um. Maybe someone posted it, but I forgot. But it definitely made me think about him in 2022 20, Jump Street, and like him talking to Peter Parker like that. Oh yeah, oh totally. <laughs> like get these damn photos. Like it'd be great. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got some Predator news. Arnold Schwarzenegger says <laughs> he has a lunch meeting scheduled with director Shane Black. Uh, it basically, start rumors that he might appear in the film. I, I'd be all right with that. Sure, why not? We'll Is get... this like a reboot? It's a. We don't know what it is. (laughs) So it could just be a sequel that kind of ignores that, that, that ignores the reboot and maybe just like a winking reference to the actual sequel. Gotcha. Maybe just kind of a thing of like, yeah, you know, there was a cop that ran into one of these things too. I heard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. I liked the second one. I really did. Yeah. I I think maybe me and three other people. I thought it was cool. That's about it. Yep. Um, the mummy uh, got two more potential victims uh, with Annabelle Wallace or Wellis. Eh, Wallace, and I think, yeah. Wallace and Jake Johnson. Okay. So, so they're going to be chased by the creature that is hopefully not played by Tom Cruise. Yeah, we don't even know. They're just <sighs> in the film. So yeah. uh, there we go. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, sure. Let's see. We've got a few minutes here. Let's kind of jump around. Did you see that? Um, uh apparently chris uh pine's movie um 
the finest hours is going to cost Disney about seventy five million dollars. Well, nobody went to see it. Like those are like historical fiction things like that are great, but you can't make them on a huge budget. They're not going to have a big audience. They're just not. Yep, exactly. Um, animated Ghostbusters movie finds its director, uh, Fleischer Moles. Not sh- Moles. Not sure how or what he was. What he's done. Okay. Yeah. I haven't um, been. I haven't really been following this project, so I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. Um, Batman, Superman, and Civil War are going to be really long. Batman, Superman, 151 minutes. Civil War, 146. Two, uh, to, two and a half hours. Yes. To compare, Deadpool is around 106 minutes. Yeah, like that's and that's a good length. I think two hours is pushing it. Two and a half. Like you better have. It better be packed, and it better pace, and it better move. I think they know this is the, this is the big one. This is the one where you're going to have the entire universe in it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, well, we'll get back. Uh, we're pretty much out of the movie. Just one more thing, and then we'll get into TV. But you're listening to We Geek Podcast on N.FM. N.FM. We'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, we looked at a few things over the break. What did you think of uh, Jay doing Cat Williams and – and, and and every black comic, yeah. His, yeah. his I loved his Chris Tucker. His Chris Tucker was was ridiculously on point. Yeah, I I, I thought his Kevin Hart was just when he goes the bang bang bow and he yeah, goes, <laughs> <laughs> just perfect. Yeah. Um, and uh, the trailer for that movie actually looks really good. The Rock, fat was was hysterical. <laughs> I just I love how it's like it's it's like they they just transplanted his character from from uh. Oh, what was the 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 Michael Bay movie that he did with Marky Mark? Um, uh, yeah, the one where they work out or whatever. Yeah, God, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but like that's it was that kind of character. Like this is a dude who is just I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, well, he, you, honestly, you know what I thought of when I was watching it? It's the Will Smith Carlton uh team. Yeah. Of like the the guy who's hip, he's in on it. You know, he's cool. And then you have the nerdy guy who's like, I don't want to do that. Like that kind of exactly that kind of friendship or whatever. Uh, And I liked how towards the end, they kind of flipped it on its head. They're like, wait, you were cool in high school and I was not cool. And I was fat or whatever. I was I didn't look like the rock. That's that's that was kind of frightening because just because of how they CGI'd his face on there. Yeah, it doesn't weird. It doesn't fit the head. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Pain and gains the movie. Pain and gain. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't look right. It looked like The Rock and Scorpion King. Yeah. <laughs> I got flashes for that when I saw it. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but we'll get into some TV news. But real fast, you see the movie news. Uh, Chewbacca is going to be in the Han Solo standalone film. Well, duh, you can't have Han without Chewie. Well, see, I didn't know if this was going to be his story before that. I, we, no one knew. So, Well, um, actually, they said it was only going to be a few years before A New Hope. Okay, that's true. You're absolutely right. Okay, I, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but yes, that is awesome. That's yeah. going to be cool. Um, I Maybe it's the story of how he gets Chewie, like he rescues him or whatever. Um, I didn't that ha- it happened in the comics or in like uh, old EU. Well, like he, and like he they... rescued Chewie because Chewie was a slave. Well, right? and because in the comics now, isn't Kashyyyk still a, a slave world? It is, yes. And they talk and then, about that? Yeah. Yep. And Chewbacca had like a life debt to him. So, like, he. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, went with him and, you know, helped him because he saved him. So, from what I understand, uh, Han Solo, I could be completely wrong, was in the Imperial Academy and whatnot. And 
that's he was a Tie Fighter pilot, and that's when he escaped. When he when he got Chewy, he ran off. Uh, so I hope I'm, not, hope I'm not spoiling what they're planning on doing. But well, um, and, and that was I mean again that was old EU. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but we got some TV news to talk about. Besides Shane O'Mac returning. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. You, you take the. Did you like? Did you like that Shane was there? Yes, I didn't. No, I did. I didn't watch last night, so I don't know what happened or Monday night because we're recording this Tuesday. But I have to talk like it's Wednesday. Right. I didn't see it Monday night, but last week, man, when when they're in the middle of this whole big thing and Stephanie's giving that speech, and then Shane's music hit, I was with the crowd, and I I almost went through the roof. I love yeah. Shane. Do you think he's gonna beat the Undertaker? I think so, and I think it's going to lead to a reinstatement of the brand extension. Which what was, does that mean? Okay, that was back when early 2000s, when Raw was its own show with its own champion, when they had two titles. When oh, you that's had, when I kind of dipped off. That's, yeah. that's the time when I stopped watching. Uh, that's and, and I hear a lot of people say that. I loved the brand extension just because it made SmackDown relevant. Because okay. it was its own show with its own stars, like there was almost no crossover. Is there? Is it, but is it right now? Doesn't isn't isn't uh, what is what is the second show again? SmackDown. SmackDown. Why did I think it was Thunder? That was a WCW. That was yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so SmackDown. Isn't it? It's isn't it the B series though? Is it still that? Well, I mean, it's the B show, but B show, it it funny. still has like you still find the same super superstars on SmackDown. Oh, really? And that's okay. yeah. And that's part of why I think its ratings are so bad is because they like I, I don't watch it and I don't miss anything just watching Monday night to Monday night. Okay. You, you miss nothing. Gotcha. So I hope that they do that. And Shane takes control of Raw, which pushes Hunter to take control of SmackDown. So you have so then you have two different shows, two different sets of superstars, two different championships. I want to see, and I've heard rumors, and I hope this is very true. They are trying to revive the cruiserweight division. I want that more than anything because that was awesome. I, I was a huge fan of the cruiserweights, and I was sorry to see them go. Right, so like, yeah, okay, so I, I could see that. Maybe, maybe... um you know the Friday night. Uh, why do I keep thinking Thunder SmackDown? Uh, maybe it turns into kind of a like an NXT type of show. Nah, like, you've got like, NXT for that. Well, you know what I mean. Like you said, you like that kind of show. Um, I don't know. I'm well, just... different. Go back to how they did it in the brand extension. The brand extension had you had your own champions. So what's you... the deal if he wins? Sorry. If if Shane wins at Mania, he gets control of Monday Night Raw. And Vince made a whole big speech when Shane proposed this about how Raw is the flagship show and whoever controls Raw basically controls the company, and which is very true. And that's that's kind of my point with all this, okay. is that Raw is kind of all that's necessary Okay. where we are right now. That leads to the pay-per-views. I still call them that even though you don't have to pay for them anymore. Right. Uh, well, pay-per-view channels. They know what I mean. But mm -hmm. like that, I hope that he wins because then it splits, and then you say, "Well, hang on." Raw now SmackDown becomes relevant because you can only see this group of superstars on SmackDown. Right. And I, I, I want him to go back to that. I like that, and I think it made it better. It made the product better because then you weren't having 
like you see the same story on Monday that you see on Thursday. It's the right. same thing. It's the same superstars. Nobody gets that that extra boost. Mm-hmm. And and now you can have that and you can have you can have these shows compete with each other. I think that's to I I, I, I hate to say this. I think that's what's best for business. I really oh, did. God. I know I had to. But like, look, you couldn't see there was a time where, you know, Brock Lesnar was only on SmackDown. Big Show was only on SmackDown. Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman, all these guys were only on SmackDown. And then, you know, on Monday Night Raw, you had Kane and Triple H and Shelton Benjamin and Shawn Michaels. You had you had almost kind of an older guard on Raw than you had on SmackDown for the for a lot of the most part. But it you had different stories. You could have drop you didn't have every it wasn't crowded. You had two completely different shows, same product, but different shows, different stars, different titles. Right. And I'm all for that. I I look forward to that. And it's not it's not developmental. It's not saying we're gonna bring these guys up to give them a chance, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, here's somebody that that should be established, should have gotten a push, and now they've got room for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because now you can have – they can shine on that and have their own storyline. Exactly. And it doesn't have to compete with the big dogs exactly. uh, that are going to you know headline Raw. No, that makes sense. That's actually really – that's a really good thought process for that. Did you hear that uh, WrestleMania is going to be in Orlando next year? Yes, I did. You need to go. You need to come. We should go. Dude, I if I could afford one of those tickets like... – How much do you think they're going to be for like nosebleed sections? I, uh, I, I don't even want to guess. I want to do it. I really do. That my first wrestling match. I want to go to WrestleMania in Orlando. Hey, you know, and I'm and I'm telling you, man, go to NXT. You want a real I, like a sure. solid experience? Go to NXT. They, yeah, they I don't. Tape, know why I, don't. I, I don't either. Like there were times when I was down there, I was in the school. I got tickets for free, and I didn't go every time they taped. And it wasn't. Sometimes it was class. I just couldn't get out of class to go see it. You know, boo, that sucks. But like the times I didn't, and I didn't go, I went to a couple, but I should have gone to all of them. I don't know why I didn't, because the times that I did go, I had a ridiculous amount of fun. It is a crazy atmosphere when you've got, you know, there's like a couple hundred people. It's not a big show. It feels like a local independent show. And they put it on like that. They, they They let this talent go out there and do their thing and hone their craft, and that's what makes it great. That's why... Kevin Owens is so huge right now because he was big in NXT. It's why Neville got a huge pop before I don't know what happened to him. It's right. you get to see all these guys and you get to see him come up. So when you see him debut, you're like, "Oh my god, it's the Shield." And people are like, "Who are these guys?" I'm like, "Watch them. They're going to be awesome." You know, you have Sami Zayn comes out every once in a while and they're like, "Holy crap, who is this guy? He's ridiculously dynamic. He's charismatic." I know, I've been watching him for months. You got to see this guy. Mm. go go to yeah, an nxt no. taping i'm telling you it's it's so worth it yeah no i um i follow mcfoley's daughter on twitter yeah she's gorgeous and i see she goes to like almost all of them yeah <laughs> so i'm like god i need to go and say hi wave <laughs> wave awkwardly from across the arena yeah right <laughs> like i follow you but on twitter not creepily <laughs> yeah that was yeah that's not creepy <laughs> yeah no she, oh man I, I i definitely should go um yeah I've, I've convinced most of my friends to go but you know how that works yeah. 10 of them say they want to go and then six months later when it comes down to buy tickets 
you know, uh, half of them still are interested. And then when I tell them the ticket prices, two of them are like, okay, I'm still on board. And then maybe, maybe one of them goes. Oh, yeah. But man, NXT ticket, what's an NXT ticket? Like 20 bucks? Yeah. So I can imagine WrestleMania. Probably, oh, they're oh they're to oh, so, well, like five hundred bucks at least for a cheap one. I I I would I would say three for three. I mean, like if you're talking top, like you know, right. somebody get a telescope to see the ring. I, eh, three, two, three, maybe. See, I could do that. I could. That's a year from now. I could totally do that. Yeah. Well, they they go when they go on sale. They're they're worse than Comic Con tickets. That's the thing. Is is that we we've talked about that? Is like we have to nail down. Like, when it's coming out, we have to make sure we have all our money, and we buy it immediately. Yeah. I mean, um, they sell out, especially, like, they were selling out in under five minutes before online ticketing was huge. Right. That was how crazy it was. Like, the line, they would go to the lines and just be like, all right, here's the sign. The line ends here. We have no more after this person. Right. Like, it might be one of those things where we have to, I don't know, stand yeah. out in front and scalp. <laughs> <Yeah>, right. <laughs> But, um, okay, well, that's our wrestling segment. We'll be back to talk more TV. Again, you're, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we got a lot more news to talk about. Let's kind of dive into some TV news here. Actually, you take the first one. I know you like this. Yeah, let's 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 start the TV news. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, because we got off on the, on the Shane O'Mac topic because Ian McShane – uh, has been cast as Wednesday in Star's upcoming American Gods series. Awesome. What do you think about it? I I think that's fantastic casting. I think it's yep. tremendous. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally see that. I'm looking at his face right now, and I could totally picture that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. Did you see this training day news? Yeah, this was interesting. Yeah, Katrina Law is cast as I guess the 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 lead opposite Bill Paxton. Uh, okay, she's gonna play Detective Rebecca Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, sure, why not? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is Bill Paxton playing like the corrupt cop? I you see, I don't know exactly. <laughs> see, I thought yeah, yeah, that's Maybe? what I thought they were doing. Um. We'll see. This is kind of one in in those weird. Why do we have a training day TV show? Why do we have? Um... Well, because Rush Hour starts in two weeks, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. See, it's like why do we have a Cruel Intentions? Why do we have a Rush Hour? Why do we have a training day? <laughs> like it's got into the weird area where it's like we're making TV shows about movies that don't even need a sequel. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, what are we? What are we getting out of this? Um, God, do something new and original um, um, or weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's so much out there to tap into that hasn't been created in to anything yet into a movie. I'm sorry, a book that hasn't been made into a movie or TV show. Do something like that. Uh, we're getting Training Day, the TV show, before we're getting Name of the Wind. It's right. ridiculous. Right. Um, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I could just, I could just yeah. do an hour of just that. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. We're getting cruel intentions. The TV show, so that, like, God, like, it, it's, it's. I don't get excited when I hear like. I don't get as excited when I hear like Legends of the Hidden Temple, the, the TV movie. That's cool, you know. But this is not. Um. All right, we got some Hey Arnold news. <laughs> uh, two part TV movie, The Jungle Movie, uh, officially greenlit at Nickelodeon. Yeah. 
So it's going to be called the Jungle Movie? That's what they're calling it. So, like, they, they're not going to be on the stoop anymore and they go to the jungle? <laughs> I guess. I, yeah. I, I don't um, know. Yes. Um, well, uh, as we reported last week, uh, they uh, casted Iron Fist. Um, rumors suggest Netflix show will also include Shang-Chi. Sure. I mean, that just kind of makes sense, really. Absolutely. No, it, it totally it totally should. Uh, now, I will um, give them now I'll give people this. If Shang-Chi is white, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I was thinking about what we we're talking about last week, and I I guess I, I would totally be cool with them if they did the the mixed um, race. You know, like uh, half Asian or whatever, half half white. Um, but I don't know. I like I, I started doing reading some articles. And I guess a lot of people were getting really upset that it was uh, the the type of story was like white guy goes to Asia, does th- what they've been doing for years better. And I didn't think of it like that. I I understand. I guess of like eighty films and seventies exploitation films and stuff. Right. Sure. The whole like the white savior idea. Avatar did it. Right. La- uh, uh, Dances with Wolves did it. Like that's it's a thing that's been around forever. Pocahontas. My God. But, right. You know I I understand that that concept of it, but I think that they can use this as a vehicle to look at that. And I think yeah. if they add Shang Chi to this, it provides a kind of balance. Yes, not yeah. not just a racial balance or a cultural balance, but a, a, a narrative balance where you can say, hey, look, you know, and show, look, Danny Rand is not going to be perfect. He's not going to go learn this 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 martial art and, right. and suddenly become the greatest in the world. Right. Exactly. The, yeah. There's a story there. And I hope that the, the the what they do in the show, I hope that the interactions and the relationships they have in the show and to me i guess i just saw it with the eyes of i see this as diversity i see this as you see danny interacting with a lot of people who are not white you know um and so that that those relationships and how they interact and and i want that to be more important than the casting of him right i mean there's you know there is a certain responsibility particularly now with casting but let's Let's remember you can you can you can take this and make it relevant. It, right. Look at look at what they did with with Kilgrave. Right. Look at at, yeah. at that relationship with Jessica Jones and how it was such a strong allegory for all sorts of domestic issues. All of yeah. this all of this trauma and it wasn't it it wasn't just oh hey he's a horrible person it was so much more than that. It was so nuanced and it was creepy as hell. Right. I mean, exactly. they, they nailed it. They absolutely nailed that. So I, 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 I perfectly, I have tremendous faith in them to do something that really works when it comes right. to this. Right. Exactly. And then yeah, it, bingo. And I just, I hope that's more important. And I, I guess I just, I didn't see it from that point of view, but, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. This is a this is a uh, series that almost wasn't, you know, and it shouldn't be. Like the fact that we're getting these shows on on Netflix, if you would have said that ten years ago or five years ago, or I guess it was announced not too long ago, but if you said <laughs> this like uh, six, seven, ten years ago, I would have been like, you're crazy. That's not it's not going to happen. Could, you could know, that's you... so far fetched and so oh yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't have believed it. It's the fact that we're getting these alone, and in this, it, 
Iron Fist was a, a an if you know they they were talking about instead of doing Iron Fist maybe doing Punisher or something. So I'm glad that it's getting made. I'm glad you know it, it's going to be there. And I just hope that what happens in the show, the interactions, and the story you know, a year from now is what people are talking about and not the casting of the actor. Um, right. That's playing him. And apparently they did see a lot of, uh, they did see Asian actors doing it. They just thought that that guy was the best guy. So I have faith in Marvel. They haven't done wrong to me yet. You know, uh, when I've seen their films, they've been dead on with their character representation. Um, and the, you know, just, bring it from the comic book to the movie they've been dead on you know My, uh, and, and they have been diverse i mean look look at samuel jackson i loved that they picked that uh version of nick fury instead of you know the one who looks like david hasselhoff exactly yeah well because yeah. they they did a version with with hasselhoff remember that god-awful tv movie that nobody wants to talk about exactly yeah but so yeah and 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 you know what you know the second iron man movie has war machine i mean come on like that's yep. That I mean, they jumped on that right out of the gate. My biggest problem with, with, with Marvel's diversity is that they is that Groot is not a pine tree. <laughs> that's my biggest problem because that's the position I can come from with this. I, I look, I I love what they've been doing, and I think they have they have enough on the ball. They knew this was going to stir up some trouble, uh, because people don't know. But I also think that they are fully capable of of using this as a teaching tool through media. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I, I looked a little bit more into the story of Danny Rand and, you know, his father was kind of what a lot of people think the story is about. And yeah. he's really not. He's he's apparently orphaned. It, it's a lot like Batman where he's orphaned. He has to learn this um you know this kind of way of life and and whatnot and you know he doesn't just kind of stumble into it like he he busts his ass and he forms these relationships um because like i i think i said last week i don't know much about iron fist except for when he's already iron fist right you know right and and that's why i know more about him and luke cage and whatnot and i saw the, that relationship and i thought that's really cool like you know and you know we need more of that like uh we you know and so i want more stories like that where and, and, you know, and so when I heard all this stuff, I was like, that's weird. Why are people getting upset? So, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, I, I hope it's good. And I have I have faith that it will be because, oh, man, dude, Daredevil is what, two weeks away? Yeah. Oh, man, I, I can't wait. Did you see? And we'll kind of we'll just jump to that a real fast. A week. A week. 18th. A week. 18th. Yeah. 18th. Did you see the picture of the Punisher? Oh, yep. So, yeah, <laughs> not this Friday, but next Friday. Um, yeah. Yeah. It shows him with the skull and it's exactly what I want. There you go. <laughs> yep, it is exactly what I want. I was curious how they were going to do it, and I'm glad they picked that design. They, so, they uh, did it. Yep, uh, go look, Google it, YouTube it, Facebook it, Twitter it. It's probably on Game Boy Advanced website. Um, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> um, all right, where were we at? Okay, Scalped, you take this. I, I love this, and I know we're going to talk about this, because they are doing – we and, and this was one when we were doing Comic Book of the Week, we did this. Uh, this was Jason Aaron's big Native American crime story, and it was fantastic. And and I understand your apprehension with this. We're going to talk about this. It has been ordered to pilot. Um, what's the guy's name here? Uh, Doug, and I'm going to say Young, uh, because I think that's how that's pronounced, uh, who was a writer for Banshee for a couple episodes, uh, is going to is going to write and executive produce the pilot. It's coming to WGN America. Now, go. 
Yeah, I just that doesn't excite me. Um, I haven't seen a thing from WGN America um, <laughs> since I don't know uh, watching Family Matter reruns. I um, and and I understand that, but look at like look at some of the stuff they're developing. Manhattan has has kind of a cult following for the same reason that nobody knew like what network is this on? Like you're telling this me this is, is this is my fear is no one's gonna watch this. This is like saying. God, it's like if Marvel was like, I don't know, we're going to do a Venom movie, but it's going to be on a play in Vermont for three weeks. Yeah. And it's going to be canon, but we're excited for it. Um, but unless you live in Vermont for those three weeks, you're not going to see it. It's, I... it's, like the, it's like the Harry Potter play. The, everyone's getting a book now, but imagine if they just said, this is canon, here's the play. If you don't see it, well, sorry. It's, it's, that's how I feel about WGN. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Well, that... but I mean, here's the thing. Everybody gets WGN America, though. I don't even think – I don't even, I can't tell you yeah, what channel you is on my TV. Yeah, but, but you get it. I'm sure you do. Is it the one that has um, uh, the TV guide below it? No, that's Pop. That's where TNA Impact Jeez. is. God. That that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what this is to me. That's, uh, but look, I I like the idea of WG because like look at uh, Christopher Maloney's doing that new show Underground about the Underground Railroad. And, I don't know anything about that. And that's on WGN America, and it looks good. Like but that's it actually, my point. I, 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 yeah, but I mean, look. I, I'm the kind of guy that watches a lot of television, and if I don't even know where that's at. What is that going to say to the their audience they're trying to capture? Right, but look at how many. I mean, FX started like that, and look where it came to. I, I, yeah, but FX has. I don't know now. Have, yeah, no, no. Don't get me wrong. Of course, any channel. You know, Netflix was not anything before it started getting some television. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, F like you said, FX, A AMC, of course. Yeah. Um, this could be their Walking Dead, of course, but. I have reservations until I see it. Oh, really? Really? You're, you're, we're talking about scalped, and you're gonna make a reservation. I didn't Shame even make that. I didn't Boo. even. I, that one, I, I usually mean to make puns. I didn't even make that. Too. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. You made a big deal about. It. Then I thought, what did I just? <laughs> okay. I, okay. I, I understand your apprehension. I do, but I think, I think this is the beginning. Let me, let me react. Track. This could be the beginning of, of sort of a rise for them. Is it likely? Let's be honest. No. I hope it is, but, but it was possible. one of those where, like, that would have been great on AMC. Yeah, but, I mean, that's... And, I, you know, like, I agree. Preacher and Scalped are, are very similar in a lot of ways. Right. And I think they would play really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, oh, well. Maybe they were too much alike, where they were like, uh, this one could feed into the other one. Uh, sure, because... We, we have Badlands, and Badlands, by the way, just got renewed for a second season. Right. I need to catch up with that, because I did like the first few episodes I saw. But, um, I mean, that's, you know, I... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, AMC has just kind of turned into this comic book television show that has nothing... It's like, it's like, man, it's like... Uh, Oh god, it's like it's like Image Comics the television show or uh, the yeah, station. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I've been looking for a great analogy for AMC for the longest time. That is perfect. Yeah, it's Image Comics the television show. Yes. And that's perfect. It's great because it's good writing, it's good stories. Um Robert Kirkman's attached to a lot of it. Um and it, it's perfect. Yeah, no, I oh god, the the, the um man, it just I don't know. I I I can't 
Well, I forgot my train of thought there. <laughs> That's all right. You're good. Um, no, it's just I, I really wish that it was on a channel like that is all I'm trying to say. I, um, I, but, I, yeah, I, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I hope that it's uh, – I hope it's good. Um, I really wish they would do, like, powers or something. Not powers. Um, What's a superhero con- – oh, what's In- Rob Kirkman's? Invincible. Invincible, yes. I really wish they would tackle that. I think if anyone could do that right, it would definitely be AMC. Oh, maybe Netflix. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. His relationship with AM- with AMC probably would go to that because that's like his second baby. Well, well, I you know I we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, let's see here. We got Fringe star Anna uh, Torv Tro Tro Torv Torv. I think uh, you were right first. Time. Joins Netflix. Uh, their show Mindhunter. Have you heard of this? I haven't heard of it. I haven't either, uh, but apparently that made the news. So <laughs> We um, haven't heard of this show on Netflix, but we've heard of this show on WGN America. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, I guess it's based off of a book uh, during his 25th uh, year, 25 year career with the investigation support unit, Douglas persuade, uh, persuade some of most notorious, uh, uh, serial killers from our time, including Ed Glenn, blah, blah, blah. So I guess some serial killer drama. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Um, did you see the new Game of Thrones trailer? I haven't seen it. No. What? I, uh, dude, I've, I haven't okay. been home today. Like, You're watching that on our break. Okay. I'll do that. It was, it was big. Is it big? Yeah, it kind of reveals some things. Well, there's a surprise. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, it it doesn't, but it it, it asks questions. It it uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Um, but yeah, well, okay, we'll talk about that when we get back from the yeah. break. Uh, not taking a break just yet, though. Um, have you seen? Have you on a on a completely sideways related note? Have you seen the picture of somebody has stacked all of the A Song of Ice and Fire books, and they have a post-it sticking out of everywhere they've marked where a character dies. No, they had to use different color post-its cause they kept running out. <laughs> wow. That's funny. That's crazy. <laughs> My favorite image of him is George railroad Martin rolling in a big ball in the field, like a big plastic ball. You know, the ones that like people get in and they just roll around. Yeah. And it's, he's just having a great time. It's, he's just laughing because he's not writing the book you want him to write. <laughs> he's doing everything but write that book. And it, it, it's funny because anytime I see that picture on the internet, so many fans are pissed off with they're like, this son of a bitch is doing everything but writing that book. He's having fun in a field. He's rolling around. He's eating chocolate. He's watching uh, the TV show instead of actually reading the writing the book. Did you hear though? Apparently, there's going to be a huge twist in the book that is not in the show. I good, a major twist. So I guess they're going to be switching a lot of stuff up, and that that's perfect. That hey, hey, you guys saw the show? Read the book because it's different. Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yep, it should take a different path. Totally agree. All right, uh, we're going to add TV news in just a second. Did you see that the '80s, '90s uh, TMNT cartoon show characters, um, you know, because they have the their, the letter of their name on their belt, um, are <laughs> heading to the new TMNT show. What? Yes, the and the, apparently the current stock of, and not just them, the voice actors as well. Well, because because uh, Paulson's been on both. Yeah, he's he's doing both. <laughs> He's doing both the voices for, I don't know, what is it, Donnie and Roth or whoever? I, I, th- I think so, yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of the old cast, including Krang, 
Um, oh, nice. Yeah, uh, with the new cast or whatever. And uh, yeah, so um, apparently the the new show goes to the old show, and then they come back. Um, and like they joke around, like like just like in, they're in the old '80s '19 cartoons world, and they're like, "Well, we can get you back to your time." And then they they just press a button on a device and it opens up a portal, and they're like, "But how did you do that?" And he's like, "I don't know. I just have this device Donnie made." <laughs> <laughs> so like, they jump into the future, and then the '80s, and it looks like the '80s '19 cartoon show, and then they jump into the current one. And then the 80s, 90s jump in as well, and they're 3D models of those characters. Oh, they're updated. Nice. Updated. He's like, Donnie, what's going on? We look three-dimensional. He's like, well, it's two-dimensional, just plus one. They're like, oh. Like, like he had explained that science. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you know, they're like, you know, they're, they're talking, they're interacting with their other characters, and uh, they see a pizza place, and they're like, well, let's go there. Let's get some cheese pizza. And they're like, you can't go there. They're like, why not? In our world, we eat pizza all the time, and we, we hang out at the parlor shop or whatever. He's like, we don't do that here. We're like ninjas and stuff. I'm like, more realistic about it. <laughs> they're like, you can't just do that. You know, we can't go in there. And they have, like, the, 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 the letter of their name on their belts and all the whole the whole nine yards. Their eyes look like the 90s ones and whatnot. Nice. The voices are dead on too. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was really cool. So yeah, I guess they're coming back for an episode. I know that before they did a flash real fast and it showed the 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 cartoons and whatnot, all the different generations. Okay, sure, why not? So that's how in the Team Into Universe they have uh, dimensions. All of the representation, all the shows that have ever happened, ha- are different dimensions, kind of like the Flash with different universes. Yeah. So. If they don't call this episode Turtles in Time, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> well, that's that's what it was in season one or season two. And they actually showed images of the live action TV show. Oh, my God. Turtle. Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> so I love that they're playing around with that. Um, all right. So let's get into video game news. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pokemon Go, uh, Nanic Labs GDC panel about Pokemon Gold canceled in order to focus on getting the product ready for beta tests at launch. They kicked over apparently their booth. It caught on fire. Everyone was upset. <laughs> just kidding. No, no, no. They, <laughs> they, they just canceled it. But that's how I felt inside when I found yeah. out. They but, so well, they but I mean, that's you know, like I under, you know, I hate it, but I understand. They're like, look, we wanted to come and talk to you about it, but instead, we're gonna focus on making it. Well, let me let me ask you, what other GDC news were you anticipating? I I don't usually anticipate GDC. That's my point. I had one piece of news where I was I saw it for uh, a few weeks ahead of time and then a few days ahead of time. And I'm like, yes, I can't wait for this. I, I, I want to know. By the way, the one thing you're looking forward to, we're canceling. We're not going to tell you anything about it. We're going to be working on the game because that's what we got to say. And that's it. I'm just like, son of a like that's the, I don't know. The, to me, I know what they're saying. We're working on the game. But to me, that sounds a little bad. I It doesn't to me. Like, it looks like they were like, hey, we're going to really aim high and have enough free time to come and explain all of this. And then they said, you know what? We actually need all hands on deck. And it just I would... sounds like a boss telling me that the place is burning down in the back, but to, to everyone, stay calm. I don't know. That's just in my head. Nah. That's just how I hear it. I, I know I'm probably thinking too much into it, but I'm just like, what? <laughs> You're just not going to show anything? Like, the, everyone's waiting. We've been waiting. You've announced this, and it was just like, guys, we're not gonna be there today. <laughs> we'll we'll get it at the at the Nintendo Treehouse thing instead of E3. 
It's the kid who didn't just not only bring his homework to school, he forgot his backpack at home. <laughs> so I'm just like, what the hell? I don't know. That uh, I don't know. And then you can be like, Johnny, what's going on at home? Like that's that's what I'm thinking. Like what's going on here? And that's and that's when Johnny says, oh, sometimes I forget my backpack. <laughs> right, exactly. And I hope it's that. You know, yeah, I, I don't th- a, a yeah. domestic violence situation. I'm just kidding, but you just think, God, what's going on at home? What's what? what this is weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I, I think it was just a matter of, you know, we, we, we shot a little too high with some of our press stuff, and it turns out, nope, we need them to stay here to work, and that's, that's I, good. I think it's fine. I don't think it's, it's a big deal. I don't think it's cause for alarm. I don't, you know, I don't think it's like the store I'm working at where we've hit the iceberg and a couple of us are holding it together with our bare hands and duct tape. I think it's just fine. Yeah, yeah, Iris, I, I saw that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I'm actually kind of, uh, I'm, ex- I'm trying to take it with a grain of salt, or I don't know, I'm trying to take something good out of it. That this means I don't have to buy a new phone too soon. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they <laughs> announce the date, that's when I'm like, okay, I need a new phone by that day. It, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Um, well, let's get into some more video game news. We got some Dead Island news, complete edition containing both Dead Island and Riptide coming May 31st to PS4 and Xbox One. I need to ask you a question. Have you seen the trailer for Dead Island? I love the trailer for Dead Island. I what? thought it was the most brilliant thing I'd ever seen, and then the game sucked. Yes. Okay. So we've we've talked yeah, about that. That's, yeah. I I when I first saw that trailer, I was like, this is awesome. Like yes. I can't wait for this. I love this. And then I played the game, and I'm like, this is crap. Right. Like whoever made the trailer, he needs to be promoted and move on with his career. Yes. But everything else about it, it's like, OK, maybe you told me well, you, because... made, you made art and then you made this. And then they did. They made a game that didn't live up to the trailer. The trailer right. was fantastic. The trailer looked like a Walking Dead trailer. Yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. what we got from that. But it was like it's going to be open world and you can craft your own weapons. We were like, sweet. And then when you actually played it, you went. Oh wait, that's right. Games where weapons break usually play like this. Yep. <laughs> it was like they said, "Hey, you know what? Let's do Dead Rising, but seriously." And yeah, that doesn't work. Nope. And not just that, but the mechanics sucked. Like the game. I I'm sorry. I did not enjoy actually playing either of those games. I did not. Not Dead Dead Island. Not the not the sequel. I just I man. That's that to me is one of the biggest disappointments in my book, just because that first trailer was amazing. Right. And then the game was awful. Yeah, exactly. They made it look like it was going to be like, I don't know, like Dying Light or something. And that's a great game. Yeah. That would have been perfect to match up with that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We got a lot of news here, a lot of uh, Nintendo news. Do well, you want to take some of these? I, let's let's bounce around a little. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, do, do you want to talk about Fable? Sure. Let's talk about this because I didn't. This, this was something else. I I heard about this and I was like, oh, that's right. They were making that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fable Legends. Um, uh, Microsoft announced the game cancellation, um, and they are shutting down Linehead Studios. It says possible, but the only reason it's why they say possible is because technically there's some UK law where they can't technically break it down until they tell the employees like. 30 days ahead or two, three months ahead or whatever. Oh, so that, okay. yeah, there's some like law. So it's shut down. That studio's closing. Wow. Um, it's inevitable. Um, and it sucks. Um, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And this is one of those things where fable came out of the gate, like, 
like, oh, this is great. And then it it never, it never, it never uh, well, met fans' the, expectations. The spinoffs, the spinoffs never worked. Yeah. Like, like the, the main series, like those three games were tremendous. Mm-hmm. But, but none of the spinoffs were any good. Right. And see, I... Right. I I think the three main games they they, they said they were going to do a lot more than it actually did. True. But that but they were so good. Um you're absolutely right. The spin-offs, when I saw the last thing at E3 like 2 years ago, yeah. I was like that looks stupid as hell. That looks like an iPad game that would be great for an iPad game, but that does not look like anything someone would drop 60 bucks on. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, no. It was like they were trying to get in on that um I don't. It's not a MOBA. Whatever they were trying to do with it, it they were trying just... to do like a Hearthstone thing with it, weren't they? Not Hearthstone. Not like a card game. Didn't they do a, a Hearthstone style game though? I'm sure they did. The the this this lion this Legends was the one where it was like you choose a hero and you battle as that hero in this like small multiplayer map. Yeah. I mean, I guess I I don't even remember it because I like I'm I was never a fan of the franchise. Oh, I but, hit snooze. Like, yeah, like that. But I, that was just never my thing. But I know a ton of people that were like Fable is the most awesome thing. So, All right, cool. You know, you guys do you, whatever. But every time I saw like the spinoff stuff, I was like, this just looks bad. Yeah, yeah. It's It, it doesn't even make sense to do a spinoff. There's no like cast of characters that, you know, it's not like a... Uh, I don't play Sonic spinoffs, but at least Sonic and Mario and whatever, they have characters you can use, like Tails and, you know, Mario with Luigi and a ton of other characters. It makes sense a little bit more if you did, like, hey, we're going to do a MOBA with Nintendo characters. Sold. Like, people would buy that by the heaps because they know those characters. Yeah. It, it, Fables Legends was just like, that's stupid. They're trying to, it looked like they were trying to do, like, the league i could be totally wrong and it's not league of legends but it was like a uh, smite or something that's what it looked like to me are you looking for gauntlet legends yeah it was just <laughs> weird yeah, exactly. god there's a oh man there's something i haven't played in 15 years yeah yeah exactly <sighs> so ah sucks sucks they shut down but yeah um, i always i always hate to see to see video game companies closed even if i don't like the games i hate i usually almost always hate seeing them go yeah, I mean, I hope most of them land on their feet. I hope uh, they all land on their feet, but... Uh, I hope Microsoft has plans for them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because there was a lot of talent there. So, yeah. um, well, we'll be back with some more video game news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we are knee-deep into some video game news. Um... Uh, yeah, we just talked about Fable Legends. Um, let's let's get into some of the news with the, the, the Nintendo Direct this week. Yeah, there was a surprising amount of news coming out of this. Yes. Um, uh, you want to take some of it? You want me to start? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, we got it started out with some Star Fox news. Um, launching April twenty second on the Wii U. Um, is yes. this something you're interested in? I'm I'm always down for a new Star Fox game. I'm not at all. No, I have zero interest in it. I I just I, these these were games that I always loved. I remember like I, my first experience with Star Fox. I woke up from a nap one day and there it was. What? Like your mom that, bought it for you or something? I, yeah, it was my mom or my dad. Like I woke up and it's like well, what and if there it was. Did? It's like 
okay, sure. What if neither of them did and it just appeared? That that would be even cooler. Like I would net, I would be even more excited for this because I would think that somehow <laughs> my destiny was linked to this franchise. Somehow, as long as it continued, you know. It's like, Let's write this down. A video game appears one day, sets a, him off on his adventure. Hey, hey you know what? It's called Spielberg. <laughs> yes. Hey, I, they've made movies on on dumber premises. Yes. Um. Exactly. But, um, and then I you know, think... I mean, come on, Star Fox sixty four was was a crowning N sixty four game. It was it was. Oh a... yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I was excited for it, and I played it when it came out then. But yeah. this one just seems like the same thing. I it, I, I want rails. Yeah. Some of it. I I don't know. It just doesn't excite me. But teach their own. I'm not. I don't want to be negative about it. Uh. I I don't want another Star Fox Adventures. Well, yeah, I, but I, I wanted not on rails, updated graphics. Um, it just I don't like the, I don't like the art style of it. Uh, Fair enough. I think it needed to change. Um, uh, it just to me it looked like the same art style of Nintendo sixty four, and that doesn't age well. And I'm I'm sure it looked it'll look much better than what I'm I saw it back then, and it did look better when I saw it during the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, but that's I, I mean, guess that's I fair. guess I've, yeah. Right, I guess I've already come to the conclusion, especially with some other news coming out this week, and I, we can jump right to that, actually. Um, I, I've come to the conclusion I'm not going to be buying a Wii U. Um, I'm going to wait for the NX. I think it's inevitably going to come out either this year or the beginning of maybe next. Um, because the, one of the biggest things I wanted the, the Wii U for was the virtual console. Um, and now the the uh, 3DS is getting Super Nintendo support with a lot of it. Yeah, I am pumped. Um, I I immediately went on the store and got Super Mario World, um, which is amazing. Which is one of the crowning achievements of the Super Nintendo. You know, you can beat Super Mario World in six levels. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I think six. You have to get to. Uh, the first, you have to get to, uh, two, one. And if you find a way, I can, I, I love doing that. Like that, that freaked somebody out when I was in, uh, my, what was it? My second year in college. Oh, wow. I was, I was playing it on an emulator and not like not glitching it or anything. No codes, no nothing. Just using the game's built in shortcuts and everything. Um, cause if in two, one is your first, uh, is the first chance you get to warp to uh, was it Star World, right? Yep, yep. And if you bounce, if you if you if you find the special exits in all of those worlds, you jump right to the keep. Right. Okay. And, so yeah. See, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I I I did because I was I was telling like I was playing something else and I just had to I was like yeah I can do this in like six levels. They were like <laughs> bull. I said all right, watch. And it's like fifteen minutes. And I know it's like, oh, it takes the fun out of it. But you've got to remember, like, how many times do you think any of our generation has played this game? Oh, yeah. And see, that's the thing. I haven't played it in years. Last time I played it was when I had a Wii and I had the virtual console. But I only played, like, the the first world or two, maybe two or three worlds of it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun jumping in, flying around. The mechanics are just rock solid like they've always been. And I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Um, and that's great. I mean, and soon, right in a few weeks, we're going to have Donkey Kong Country. Um, 
Super uh, Donkey Kong. Right now, there's F Zero pilot, uh, F Zero pilot wings in Super Mario World. We're getting Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario Kart, Earthbound. Never played Earthbound. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. Uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, which is a fantastic game. Super Metroid, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, um, and uh, Capcom's announced a whole slew of games they're going they're gonna be doing. Um, all the, like look like all their Street Fighter games that were on the Super Street Nintendo. Street Fighter games, Mega Man games. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really cool. So. I can't wait to play all these gyms on it. I hope, you know, Super Star Wars Trilogy comes out on it. Um, uh, you know, some of the old Disney games, like I want to play Lion King on it, Aladdin. Like, I, it, this could be really cool uh, to have on the go, you know. And, and that's the thing is that I'm always hanging out at my family member's house, and I love them to death. They watch a lot of TV and stuff. But when I'm there, I like to pull out the 3DS and relax with them, so I'm still spending time with them doing whatever. But I have this in my hand as well. So, like, it's... I, I love it, um, and I've been playing Bravely Default. Remember that game that you got and was like, no, nah, hold off on it? Yeah. I love it. It's total Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It, it is classic Final Fantasy. So if you're li- if you're listening and you're, you've kind of been bummed out about the last few Final Fantasy games because it's not the traditional JRPG, go play Bravely Default on the 3DS. It is amazing. The sequel comes out, I think, this month or at the beginning of next. Yeah, and it's, so, and it's beautiful. It is an yeah. absolute, and especially for a mobile game, it is gorgeous. Yep. Oh yeah. So I've, I've, over the last few weeks, I've just been, I've been playing more my 3ds, 3ds than I have my PlayStation. Like I've been playing, I never beat a Link Between Worlds. I only got so far in it. Um, you know, I have Pokemon X that I still have to collect them all. You know, <laughs> I got Super Mario Land and mario brothers 2 and uh i have pokemon yellow which i'm i'm going through now so like i've been really it's putting in work in the device it's it's such a great system um and that's why i've kind of just come to the conclusion i'm probably not going to getting a wii u because yeah, i'm gonna enough. wait for nx um and, I'll, and i'm i'm sure nx will be able to play all the wii titles as well so yeah yeah um we had some dr- uh some price drops for i don't think it's listed here but uh there's gonna be some i think i we talked about last week there's gonna be some price drops on a lot of the uh the wii u titles um uh ones that i remember off the top of my head were like the donkey kong country um what was it tropical blast something like that yeah Right, yeah. And there was some price drops on the uh, 3DS games as well, like Ocarina of Time and whatnot. Um, uh, because we jumped around, I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, Paper Mario Color Splash confirmed for Wii U for 2016. Sold. I yep. want... Give me... Like, I hated the sticker game. I oh, really okay. did. And that bummed me out because I loved Paper Mario. I loved Thousand Year Door. And then when I played whatever it is, sticker something, whatever it was... I really didn't like it, and I don't, I mean, I and I don't know why, because it wasn't, like, I mean, the stickers just kind of replaced the badges, basically, and, I mean, it wasn't a huge deal, but I don't know, it just, something about it rubbed me the wrong way. Right. But Yeah, I, I mean, I like that Nintendo definitely does different things with their uh, their styles, yeah. like Kirby and, you know, the, the yarn. Epic and yarn, stuff. yeah. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And uh, same with Yoshi and whatnot. They play like the watercolors and whatnot. I think it's cool. So um, uh, that's cool. Uh, We got uh, Super Mario Maker to get a major update on March 9th. Now, I didn't watch this part of it. What what was coming to it? I, I don't know. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Super Meat Boy confirmed for the Wii U eShop. Um, yeah, like six years too late. 
You're right, exactly. There was an issue there with Sony or whatnot, um, but I guess it all it got was resolved. A, it's, a, it, it's because it's not a tremendously kid-friendly game. It's kind of like why uh, Binding of Isaac is having trouble on, on a handful of different platforms. Uh, the Wii, oh, yeah. Wii U in particular. Right. Like, it's it's not, it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Right, right, exactly. And that's, I, I understand their, their side of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hercule Warriors uh, Legends Season Pass confirmed four waves of DLC. Um, uh, and that's coming out on the 3DS, I believe, too, right? Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah. Warriors Legends is the 3DS version. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looked cool. I'm not in, I mean, I'm, Dynasty Warrior games aren't my thing. Um, uh, Rhythm uh, Heaven Megamix is dancing onto the 3DS. I threw that on there just because I thought, that's so bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, one thing that did look cool, and for a second I was like, if that's really super cheap, I'd probably pick it up. The Disney Art Academy. Yeah, but it won't be cheap. If it's like one of the games you can just off the shop for like ten or twenty bucks, no, uh, I would totally do that. I told, I'd sit there and color, you know. And I, they, I, apparently, they show you how to draw the characters, which is really cool. I, I love drawing. I, most people don't know that, but I love drawing. So, um, it's it's gonna fun. be it's gonna be a full price title. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll pass. I'll wait until it's twenty bucks. Now um, I and, and now I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I'm probably not, but I may be wrong. And I was waiting. I was like, I see all these characters. Oh, they got frozen. Are they going to have Star Wars? No. <laughs> I was so disappointed. I was like, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but, yep. Yeah. All right. We are uh, Universal Companies building $350 million park expansion based on Nintendo, primarily focused on Mario in Japanese park. So it, it's not doing it in, in Orlando? No, just in Universal Japan. Jesus, come on. Uh, hey, if I, go to, if I go to Japan, I'm not going to Universal Studios. <laughs> no, but the people in Japan now will have a much bigger reason to go to Universal. I know I'm being selfish and a dumb American. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. But um, oh, I did see some super cheap prices, some tickets to Japan though. <laughs> it was a $500 round trip to, to, from Orlando. Eh. Or no, I'm sorry, it was 350 or something was, like that i was gonna say 500 sounds a little i mean you I'm can sorry. get a fl- i'm sorry it was 350 that's right yeah I'm trying to pull it yes it was 350 from orlando round trip because you can get a a one-way ticket to norway from orlando for like 90 bucks oh norway but not japan yeah well i i'd, I'd feel more comfortable in norway i think you, why wouldn't you want to go to Wait, why wouldn't you feel comfortable in japan i i don't know like i just i don't know i like snow I don't know. I think it, Japan would be so cool. Like it would be so different. Um, man, yeah. And there's so I don't know. I, ugh, I, I would. I, I don't know. I, I think just being a geek and being into video games. I know that's a stereotype or whatever. I would. Uh, what from what I've seen in television and what I've what. I, I just know I would like it. I know that it would be right up my alley. Some of the places I like how weird it can be. Like in the things I've seen, you know. I like just I want to explore that. I want to go over there and see what that's all about. And I don't know. It just it, it, it interests me, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And it's beautiful, too. Like Japan looks beautiful. You go outside of the city. <laughs> um, but I, I, uh, I'll tell you what. You go to Japan. I'll go to Norway and we'll compare notes when we come back. 
Yeah, I'm sure Norway is gorgeous too. I'm not. I'm not trying to compare the two. <laughs> um, my buddy actually, he was stationed in Japan. He's stationed there in like a month or so, and he's he's really convinced me to go there. Yeah, there you go. And and yeah, I I, I absolutely want to. Uh, uh, let's see here. What else? What are those new? Oh, did you see all the No Man's Sky stuff? I did not. Tell me about it. Okay, so everyone that is into like the gaming news and went up besides us of course but they were uh, shipped out to LA uh, over the weekend to spend 30 minutes in No Man's Sky and to just to be shown the game so the guys at Giant Bomb and all these other places were shown the game and um, they came back with some news or whatnot and I was listening to a lot of podcasts reading up on it and uh, you know it was really cool like they they absolutely loved what they did and they were really hesitant on calling it a survival game because I think that comes with the the stigma of like you're thrown a bone at the beginning and you're told to just survive and like that's not what it is whatsoever like you're flying in spaceships and you're doing a bunch of stuff uh, you have a gun that's like uh, something that destroys things uh, uh, for the environment and also you know as protection and attacks things as what whatnot the way they put it is the game's really all about exploring. And yeah. one thing they, they, they were able to demo in this that just wasn't really previously announced or talked about, what's really cool is in the game they're going to have monoliths in the game, these big stone statues. And you're not going to know what they are, what they do, what they're about, um, why they're there. But someone put them there. So there is some lore to this. There is some lore to this universe um great the forerunners will strike again <laughs> yes and so when you go to the monolith and you read it one of the guys playing it said suddenly he knew a letter one letter what it meant in a word of gibber in, in a paragraph of gibberish for for alien language oh so, the the albed primers from final fantasy 10 yes so you you'll find it's exactly what it is and so the more planets you find with that, the more of the alphabet you'll find, the more you'll understand some species. Okay. So uh, that's just one <laughs> hook that I was like, that is awesome. You know, that, and, and again, the game is more for people who are more accustomed to those kind of games. I think they're going to be more welcoming than people who are like, what do I do? The, the, right. The, where's my quest line like this is stupid i'm wasting my time and it's like no like the whole point is exploring you're put on a planet explore it figure out what's there the, the creatures the, the everything um and then you you you, you gather gear you you get enough like he was he was breaking it down to the point where it was like um, maybe we'll have to talk about let's come back because i know we're coming up to a break there's a lot more yeah let's let's take a break um, we're going to come back. I have a lot more to say about it and then we can kind of go into reviews. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll be right back again. You're listening to we geek podcast on the N.FM. See you in a minute. Welcome back to we geek podcast on the N.FM. And we're about to jump right into reviews, but real fast, I kind of wanted to finish up what I was saying about no man's sky. Um, is that there's a lot of exploration. For example, when you're first starting the game, you're not probably not gonna be able to leave the planet immediately. You have to gather some things. You have to make sure you have stuff for your ship so that it can break orbit and that so you can go to a different planet. Um, and in getting to a different planet might take 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, but on that other planet, you'll find something that can probably make your ship go a lot faster so that eventually you'll be able to leave your own, you know, solar system and, and so on and so on and so forth. 
meeting other creatures, meeting whatever, everyone's going to start off on a planet of their own that no one's ever been to. And it's going to start like that. Um, and, you know, they fully expect people to be in parties in the voice chat, you know, chatting with their friends, telling what each other are doing. And they also expect a lot of people this to be their game when they come home from work. They just want to relax, open a beer, and explore a universe. And if that sounds interesting to you, that's that's what that's what they're selling it to. It's not a quest-based system. It's not like, you know, Uncharted. It's nothing like these games. It's and you got to remember, it started with four people making the game. True. They now have twelve. <laughs> this is about as indie as you could possibly get. Just about. Um, yeah. So um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, keep expectations. Just it's a game about exploring, and if that's interesting you, fantastic. If it doesn't, might not be up your alley. But let's get into reviews, man. Um, uh, last week, uh, you well, you you talk about it. You you brought it up. Oh, our uh, our book from last week. Yes. Of sorts. Well, <laughs> yes, no, sorts. I want I want to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, we we listened to the the cast recording for for Hamilton, the the Lin Manuel Miranda musical. I, mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, I loved it. Um, I didn't know I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't know what it was about. I didn't know it was about Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I'm like, wait a second. I know that name. <laughs> oh, this is a historical thing. Um, and I loved it, dude. Honestly, it's I, I never thought I'd say like I, I, I wanted to see the um, South Park one that they did. That's about as close to a musical or anything I ever got ever interested into. Yeah. I want to see this because it's catchy, isn't it? It's dude. It's incredibly catchy. <laughs> this is gonna get the crowd, uh, who I guess is kind of like me, who would not even think about a musical unless someone is shoving it in your face, unless yeah. you're made to, and you're like, holy crap, that's really good. Um, I didn't expect it to be hip hop. I guess I didn't know that. Did you? Did you tell? Like it? it it's it's like they rap in it sometimes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Most of it. Um, well, and that was his point. That was why he chose to write it because uh, uh, Miranda wrote it as hip hop. And he said like this was how Alexander Hamilton survived was on his words. So right. what what music is like that? Well, hip hop, the way it's the way it's supposed to be at its core when it was still when it was just mainly spoken word. That was what it was. So what better way to tell the story? Right, and it is really well done. I'm actually going to be going back to re-listening to it. There you go. Because um, I'm sure I'll catch a lot more. I got a basic understanding of the story and whatnot, and I know the story through history, but I didn't know it to this level. You know what I mean? I want to go back and listen to it to, to kind of get the finer detail, but I absolutely loved it, man. This was a complete surprise. I was talking to my friends about it. I'm like, you. they thought I was crazy. I'm like, no, you need to listen to this. Yeah. Like, it is really well. Like, if it's ever made its way, some of them have made their way to Orlando. Um, the bigger ones, it took years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if this ever made, like, a traveling thing and it did come to Orlando, I would love to see it. I'm, I, you know, you see why I've been posting about it, like, every other day. I can't. Yeah. Like, that's what I do when I deliver. Like, I have, that's that's what I love about my car. I've got a USB port, and I just plug the flash drive in, and that's one of the playlists. Oh, yeah. And I just let it go. And it's, oh, yeah. I, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Exactly. I love it. And I went, um, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be actually going to New York this year, uh, and I'm trying to see if I can do it around the time of Comic-Con, because I think that would be really cool. Um, if I could somehow fit this into that. Oh, yeah. That would be a great week. Um, that Comic Con and seeing New York City for the first time would be perfect. Yeah, I got some family that is trying to plan a trip this year, so 
that's what I'm gonna try to do. There you go. But but yeah, man, I absolutely loved it. If if you, I don't know, maybe maybe in like a few weeks we'll, you know, I, I really want to see the uh, South Park one. Oh, uh, 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 the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. I think it's like where you can actually watch it, like a video or something that you can purchase. Um, oh, do they have like a? Oh, okay. Because I I know, like every it seems like every every musical has like and here's a video promotional package and i'm like well then where's the dvd like you clearly recorded it <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure there is one that you can purchase we'll find out we'll we'll see we'll see um we only have a few minutes left let's talk about the book this week it's going to be stephen king's um the gunslinger which is the dark tower first book so yeah. uh to get ready for everything coming up the news that came out um we're gonna read the first book and it might be we might you know continue reading it uh later in the year you know a few more uh, depending on how we like it so this week that's what we're gonna pick that's my pick um stephen king the gunslinger um let's go into some reviews um real fast what do you think of walking dead oh that's awesome it gets love, better and better and better it, it does and like we're setting up now where where we're starting to build towards what the next season is going to be about what maybe the next two seasons i don't know the next five i'm thinking <laughs> what what is the uh how many episodes left do you know four i think four okay oh wow i thought there was like one or two Perfect. no yeah that's we've got a few yet awesome um you haven't seen uh 11 so we'll talk about that later um division's fantastic what i played of it it is it is um metal gear solid had sex with uh black ops and it had a baby and it's uh it's it's a it's a third person shooter but it's with stats so like you have to be tactical about it you can't just run in and shoot you'll get killed um it's cool playing with a group of people i love that there's an over map where you can pull it up and you can see where all your friends on your friend list is are at on the map without even being in the group so you're like oh shit logan's over there i could pop into it or say hi to her or whatever if you want to you can turn that off nice. um uh, but I think that's cool. Anyway, it's a great game. Go pick it up if you like Destiny. Uh, it's it, to me, it looks like it could be even better. Um, Stardew Valley is, I don't even. I'll talk about that next week. It is like, <laughs> oh man, it it is like Harvest Moon and um, uh, uh I don't know, a, a bunch of. It's like Harvest Moon on crack. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, there's counter events. It's like Animal Crossing and a little bit of Zelda. Like it's really cool. Um. Tell me about these movies. We got a few minutes. Okay. Uh, London has fallen was fun. Uh, it's exactly like if you go into it knowing exactly what it is, right. then you're gonna enjoy it. Right, right, right. It it doesn't try to be like we're gonna do no. It's it's exactly what you expect it to be, and it was fun. Cool. Uh, and you know Gerard Butler is is uh, is a badass. Go figure. Um, yep. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot was interesting. It's not. It it's kind of it's build very like very much as a comedy not so much like it's not and i don't mean like it's not funny i mean like it's more of a drama than it is than it is a comedy oh cool yeah Uh, i haven't heard much about it until you just mentioned it earlier yeah uh it's it's definitely one worth watching the big one though zootopia oh Uh, my god go see this movie i'm telling everybody go see it stop you know when you're done listening to us go catch a late show it's it's fantastic. What I love are the references. I love there's a scene. Idris Elba plays the police chief, who's a ox, buffalo, something, big mm-hmm. big dude, and he's he's yelling at at the at the bunny played by Jennifer Goodwin, and he says this is he says this is not some cartoon musical where you can sing and all of your dreams come true, 
let it go. <laughs> oh, oh, there's and they do that so many times. It doesn't feel forced, but it's like, oh hey, this is a thing. Oh hey, this is a thing. Oh hey, here's a scene from Breaking Bad. Like it's fantastic, and they did this in a Disney movie. It's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, actually, I have a Tinder date this weekend, and she brought that up. And I was like, oh, okay. Go. And then I, I saw that you raved about it, so I think that's what probably we'll do. Go. I'm telling you. it's it, If for nothing else, then it is it is absolutely one of the best Disney movies. Yeah. Hands, hands down. I want to go see it again. Damn. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, it, it has a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. I, 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 I make that... it 100. Like. That is insane. I don't. I don't know another movie that's got ninety nine or stayed at ninety nine opening weekend. That's and when, insane. And when you and when you go see it, you'll see why. Awesome. Yeah, sure. and I heard it has a good message too. You know about diversity and, and whatnot. It's, and and it's not just like crammed in there. It's right, not this right. thing of like you must like people. It's like, no, it's really well done. Right. And the actual writing, the story, is not. It's like oh hey we got to this we got to this already really we're done no you're not done. Oh, okay. Cool. It's it's so it's so layered. That's what I love. It's not just hey, be nice. It's like no, there's another like it's it has layers to it. It's it you know stories are like ogres, you know they. Right. A, sorry, it's a really stories bad like ogres, <laughs> which are yeah, because ogres are like onions. You know they have layers. That's true. Uh, fine. Like cake. Everybody loves cake. All right. Fine. Yep. 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 <laughs> Go see Zootopia. That's my message of the week. All right. There you go. Um, what else did I uh, watch or play? Um, I played some Digimon. It's not. Don't buy it. It's. I thought it was cool at first. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, um, we're gonna get going. Uh, make sure you go to our Twitter, which is at We Geek Podcast, at Adam Estep, and at the Logan Witt. Um, our Gmail is WeGeekPodcast at Gmail dot com. Um, Facebook group, group We Geek Podcast. When you can, I post a bunch of stuff. You guys can post a bunch of stuff, um, and one you can like. Um, and we're a few weeks away from our year anniversary, and next week we'll kind of talk about what we're planning on doing for that. Um, but of course, you can listen to us at We Geek Podcast. I'm sorry, you can listen to us at uh, at uh, at theend.fm um, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And we will see you guys all next week, Captain. Captain.